Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here, and welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show Live. As always, brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company. Today we're going with the lager. You can see it's uh, 99 calories, so a little bit lower calorie beer, and God knows I need that with all this sitting around I've been doing lately. But it is a good cold one on a hot day, and it's starting to warm up here in San Diego, so cheers to you all. Ah. Uh, Gotta love Ballast Point, man. All their beers. Of course, my favorite's still um, Grapefruit Sculpin, but they have so many good ones. Love that Grunion. The lager is fantastic. So, hope you're all doing well. Of course, the show is brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company and all the sponsors you see scrolling along the bottom. Seagar has been our biggest sponsor for the longest time. Of course, Jackson Kayak the maker of the best kayaks out there, Werner Paddles. I mean, there is no better paddle than a Werner Paddle. Standard Horizon radios, you should be carrying one. Yak Attack, all that great gear for your kayak. Siegler Reels, you know, I love them. Band of Anglers, makers of so many great lures, Raymarine and Kokatat. So cheers to all of them for supporting us all these years. Uh, as you uh, may know, we are now running our shows on uh, Fox Sports, you know, at different times around the country, but that's a huge one for us. Uh, this week's episode, um, I have no idea what it is. Oh, yes, I do. Uh, we're in Florida. <laughs> we go to Florida and actually fish with my friend Brooks Beatty and Patrick Sabeel, and we test out some of his prototype lures now that I uh, remember that. Um, I did post earlier today a link to a video that Brooks did uh, in uh, the Bahamas. It was it was near, well, he was at Crooked Island, and we fished at Acklands Island, which are basically, they're kind of connected, so pretty close to each other, so the same general area. But check out that video I put up today. It was about six minutes long, but uh, really, really well done. Brooks did a great job, and it, it, it'll make you want to go to the Bahamas and go bone fishing for sure. It is just an absolutely absolutely cool place. Uh, of course, please bring your questions if you can and share our videos with your friends and other people. You know, we, th this channel keeps growing and growing and um, we're having a great time bringing you uh, some of our more cor current and then some of our older episodes. Today's is an old one uh, from season two, uh, episode two of season two. So really excited about uh, showing you this and having my good buddy on here. Uh, let's see, we check in with a couple people. Jonathan Lee, what's going on? Ah, uh, yes, kayak fishing, brilliant. I think kayak fishing is brilliant. Uh, I think all fishing, I, you know, I just like to fish. It's, I mean, I love to get out on the boat. I love to go diving. I love fishing off the kayak. I love walking the beaches. It's just, fishing's fun. It sure beats sitting around under quarantine, that's for sure. Liam, thanks for joining us from Kayak Fishing Tales. And uh, for those of you who may be new to this channel, uh, we are on Facebook as well as our channel Kayak Fishing Tales on YouTube. So you can watch the show, either one, whichever you, whichever you prefer. 
Donald, thanks for joining us, man. Michael Solomon, thank you for joining us. Dave Fowler says it's scorching hot in Ottawa. Um, yeah, it, get, it gets hot up there. It's humid too. But uh, it's, it's pretty warm down here. It's supposed to get really, really um, warm this weekend. Actually, uh, my neighbor is a, a Navy SEAL, and he had to take off for training out of the desert out here. And I, I last I looked, it's supposed to be 120 this weekend out in the desert. So I feel bad for him and all, all our uh, fighting forces out there having to deal with that desert heat, man. No fun. <laughs> Andrew Parker had a Joe Biden moment. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Except he's he's quite a bit older than me, so he's he's much more forgetful. Um, so it seems anyway. <clears throat> Dave, thanks for joining us. Anyway, uh, with no further ado, I want to uh, bring up my friend Sean Bricklin, aka Seamus, who uh, we had the pleasure of fishing with our very first time. We visited New Zealand about eleven years ago. And then got to fish with him again just just a couple of years back. So, Sean, thanks for joining us, man. How are things in New Zealand? I know it's a little earlier in the morning for you. Yeah, it's a little earlier in the morning, but that's okay. I don't mind getting out of bed early for you guys. <laughs> um, and uh, hey, it's not it, usually I'd be out on the water by now. So um, I'm just looking at the weather here. We're in the middle of winter, of course, so um, a little bit different. I'm I'm having a, I'm having a coffee. I'm having a hot one rather than a than a cold one. So. <laughs> But yeah, well, it's uh, great so, to be with you. Yeah, so so people understand. I mean, and that's always the weird part for me. I don't know. It, I kind of adjust to it faster when I go over there, but coming back always screws me up. It is Friday at nine o'clock in the morning there now, right? Yep, correct. That's right. So when you go there, you lose a day. When you come back, I remember coming back. I got back home like an hour after I left. <laughs> yeah I mean, so you're only aged an hour <laughs> yeah yeah time travel <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. before yeah, we get into it. the episode i mean we had so much fun and we'll share some memories but uh just so people know what what is going on in new zealand right now how is this uh covid thing affecting you are you guys on big lockdown anything like that no, not really. Um, we were for a little while, but um, because we're a nice small country, about 5 million people and quite long, we, we locked it down. The government here locked it down fairly quickly. And um, so we came out of lockdown probably three or four weeks ago. Um, there was only a few weeks where we couldn't fish or hunt or anything. So um, it's actually been quite good for us. And when they did come, when we did get to a point where we could go fishing, it was only the kayakers and the land-based guys that could. So I think... Um, there was a lot of people that started got into the kayaks and or they had them in the in the under the garages or wherever and they um went out for a paddle so it hasn't um i'm fairly isolated we live right up in the hills so uh but we got coasts either side and freshwater fisheries so we're pretty good here um i think um uh, you know we we're still not letting really anybody come into the country just the um that just the Kiwi nationals coming back from overseas and they're going into quarantine as soon as they get here. So um, we, we're pretty much, the hunter-gatherers are still pretty much hunter-gatherers, you know. Well, and and there's a lot of them. And, and I think what's surprising, what people may not know is, I mean, I think there's like more boats per capita in New Zealand than any other country. I mean, everybody has a boat, everybody fishes. It, it's, 
you guys are surrounded by water. You have amazing saltwater fishing, uh, amazing mm. freshwater fishing. Um, mm. the, the temperature, at least where you are in North Island, is very similar to what we have here in San Diego. It, it, it's yep. very comfortable year round. It never gets too cold, too hot. I mean, it, nice. it's absolutely, I mean, I fell in love with that country. And I mean, mm. not only the country is beautiful and the people were so, so friendly. I, I mean, I don't know if I've been to a place where everybody was so welcoming um, as, as when we were there, just driving around, being so helpful and, you know, so many great memories of the trip and, you know, working with Tony Free. You know, I, I don't know yeah, if you get to yeah. see Tony much anymore, but uh, I still uh, I stay in a little bit of contact with him. Uh, and Jay yeah. Sanders, of course, who's in the episode. Um, I mean, just a lot of good guys and hardcore fishermen. A lot of guys still paddling. Uh, I know the Viking yeah. kayaks are pretty popular there, right? Yeah, yeah. Vikings, um, Vikings, huge here now. Um, of course, we've got a lot of imports. Um, like there's some cheap imports that have come in from. Um, you know other areas but there's that mid-range and then vikings kind of top of the line here so being a new zealand company um but we uh kiwis being kiwis we like to try different things all the time like we don't like um getting into a mold of this is how it is we like to change things and lots of kiwi guys will buy a kayak and then they'll be cutting things off and putting things in and revamping them and and it's a real typical thing for us well uh, that that's what happened with ocean kayak right i mean ocean mm. kayak new zealand got the the prowlers from ocean kayak yeah. us and then quickly yeah. went to cutting it apart and making it different yeah. i mean they, yeah. they, they had the mold and they cut that mold and changed it to, to how yeah. you guys like to fish yeah exactly and that's and that's what we did um Funnily enough, I was quite um, I was a, I was a part of that process and actually named the Prowler Elite that that, that we have down here. Um, don't know whether that came up into your area, but um, we were doing a lot of offshore. Um, the guy that I was paddling with, Stephen Tapham, and I were doing a lot of offshore fishing. Um, and so it was because of Tony that we were able to, you know, give them information and that and that worked for everybody. And I think. Um, you're right about Kiwis owning boats. Like um, I've got, uh, I think I've got seven kayaks sitting in my shed as it is. And, and I know a lot of guys that have got at least three or four of them hanging around. So, you know, it's, uh, it, it, we're very outdoorsy. And, and when you've got such great fishing and great hunting in a country like this um, and the low population, low population density per, per the amount of bush and land and that that we've got and ocean, um, it's a great place, you know, I, I, I certainly love it. I have no, I no want to go anywhere else in the world. Nah, that's for sure. I don't blame Other you. Than I mean, fish, you know, we yeah. did, we did a little bit of we did a little bit of uh, fresh water both time I was there, um, but the salt water is particularly yeah. on, up on North Island. I mean, yeah. such an amazing, beautiful coastline, and we're going to see that mm -hmm. here. We're fishing uh, in this episode in uh, Bay of Islands. And uh, aboard Cool Change, which I'm going to actually give myself full screen here for a second so people can kind of see that behind me. We, we uh, had to slum it aboard <laughs> this boat for a week. And it was absolutely amazing. Um, I mean, such a cool charter. I mean, dual masts, those hand-built yep. Kevlar masts he had on there. 
I mean, we were we were spoiled rotten on that thing for a week, and it was absolutely amazing. And the fishing was great, and the company was great. You know, diving. You know, I think we had abalone at some point on this trip, and and yeah. the bugs, and I mean, just this absolutely is such a cool place. Was a little bit sharky. Yeah. You know, there, there's a few, there's a few uh, there's a few toothy critters out there, but uh, nothing terrible, and the fishing was still worthwhile. But what we should do is get this episode rolling because that's what people come here is to watch the episode and we will um, start chatting again on the next commercial break. This week on the kayak fishing show, we're in New Zealand aboard the luxury yacht cool change in the hunt for giant yellowtail. I have with me on the trip, muscle man, Jay Sanders, and we're meeting up with local legend Seamus to drop some lines in this incredible place. Get ready. We're going to be hauling on some monster fish. At the forefront of any sport, you inevitably find someone pushing the limits. While kayak fishing has been exploding in popularity, Jim Sammons has been doing just that. Uh, yeah, look at these. Nice. From the seat of his ocean kayak, Jim challenges the world's top game fish and puts his kayak fishing skills to the ultimate test. Never fought a kayak, have you, fish? From freshwater to saltwater. Jim's mission is simple, to discover the best fishing destinations in the world and prove that anything is possible from a kayak. That's a New Zealand right there. Seamus, do you still go by Seamus? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a stage. It was um, I, I was a performer entertainer for about twenty five years, and that's how um the name Seamus came about. One of my mate, my, one of my mates, when I was um started out, nicknamed me that, and stuck with me as in the entertainment game. Yeah, you were a sword swallower and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, sword swallowing, stand up comedy, chainsaw juggling, all the dangerous stuff, bikes, spikes <laughs> through the body, all the all the weird stuff. So you know. Typical, typical farm Kiwi farm boy, just try, have a go at anything to make a living, you know? <laughs> well, I just wanted to touch on that before we get let this thing keep going. Here we go. The Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident series of fishing kayaks. Jackson Kayak. Officio, clothing, footwear, and gear for the adventurous spirit. Scotty, the way to fish. Standard Sponsors have changed over the years. The like Standard Horizon. Maui Gym, eliminate glare, turn up the color. Yakima Rack Systems and Trailers, take it easy. And the Heliconia Press, cutting edge outdoors media. Last week on the Kayak Fishing Show, Jim kicked off his New Zealand kayak fishing adventure with local boy Jay Sanders. Their plan was to hit the Coromandel on the North Island. 
which not only boasts an incredible fishery, but some of the most stunning countryside imaginable. But Mother Nature had a different idea as high winds forced Jim and Jay inland, where Jim got to experience the world-renowned trout fishing on Lake Taupo. These are sporty too, they pull pretty hard. This one didn't jump. But... <laughs> After yeah, a great day of trout fishing, the winds laid down enough for the guys to return to the Coromandel and the area lived up to its reputation. <laughs> On my little Shimano Corrado. 15 pound test in the boiler rocks. <laughs> nice. This week, Jim continues his New Zealand kayak fishing adventure up north in the Bay of Islands aboard the luxury catamaran named Cool Change. Once again, joining Jim for the second leg of his trip is local powerhouse Jay Sanders, who last week proved he had what it takes to keep up with one of the most experienced kayak anglers in the world. I'm, I'm part of the Hibiscus Coast Kayak Club, which is uh, one of the kayaking clubs we've got here in New Zealand. And um, Tony Free, who is the uh, general manager of uh, Johnson Sports, um, who manufacture the uh, ocean kayaks here in New Zealand, is a member of the club. And uh, they offered Tony to come along. And Tony's comment was, yeah, not so keen on catching huge monster kingfish. We need someone who's a little bit stupid. So that was me. On their way up north, Jim and Jay make a quick stop to the kayak zone paddling shop to restock on supplies and to pick up another one of New Zealand's most experienced and popular kayak anglers, the man known only as Seamus. Um, I've been kayak fishing 14 years, yeah, at least 14 years now. So I've wow. um, been doing it a fairly long time. When I first started, you didn't see uh, probably a little bit like you. People thought we we're all crazy. They still do to a degree. <laughs> but And believe it or not, I'm actually a sword swallower by trade magician, fire eater, all the other things. And yet probably the most dangerous thing I do is paddle way out to sea and chase fish, which is great fun. I suppose I'm living the dream, aren't I, really? I work in the industry um, and I get access to all the things that are bright and sparkly and new that come onto the scene. And uh, I get to uh, fish and use them. So that's pretty much a dream job for me. Arriving in the Bay of Islands, the winds have decided to lay right down and the guys excitedly load and board the luxury Cool Change catamaran. They're home for the next week. Couldn't have been nicer, couldn't have been more accommodating of us and all of our junk, you know. With and they're very, <laughs> very nice. Yeah, they've got this beautiful boat that, you know, that they built by hand. And and here we go. I saw Marilyn out here taking some photos of it because she just couldn't believe what sort of condition we'd, we'd uh, put it in. So, yeah, and big thanks to her though. So much stuff. When we come back, Jim and the gang head out on the hunt for huge kingfish, and Jim gets a little more than he bargained for. That was a big whoa, fish. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh. <laughs> so I meant to ask you, actually, have you seen this? Did you ever get a chance um, to see this episode? I, I know, I think uh, we sent some copies to Tony, but. I think I might I might have seen it once a long, long time ago. So yeah, it's bringing back a few memories, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an amazing place. Um, how far is because I it, my memories are, are are lost on me. This was so long ago, but how far away from Auckland was it to get to Bay of Islands? 
Um, it's about about three hours on a good day, so it, it's not too bad to get. You know, I mean, you can be yeah about three hours. I remember the traffic in Auckland being horrible, but once outside, yeah. it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 uh, it's bad planning for the future. No, we we tried to stop people coming here by putting in bad traffic scenes. So, um, but it hasn't worked. The traffic's just got worse. Well, I, I this is it's just a memory, and it, it may be wrong. Tony Free told me that they had some weird rules there. That you know, of course, the most productive time to, to work on the roads would be at night, uh, which is what they do here. But he said they yep. don't do that there. They just work on them during the day and just bog down traffic. Yeah, that's um, things have changed now. Um, it's a it's a few years ago. I'm just trying to think what year that episode was actually. Okay. Well, um, we would have shot this about eleven years ago. Right. Yeah. So. Things have changed. They've had to. Like when you were here, I think we had a we had a, a population of about four million. So um, now it's five. Um, I can and, only account for a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder why that face looked familiar. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think I think it's you know we're growing like everywhere else in the world, but um, we're bringing in. I think what it is with New Zealand is we're coming down quite hard on how we do things as far as health and safety is a major um like fishing and hunting is to a degree always been that way but we're pushing it a lot more now we're trying to preserve our stocks of fish um we're very very uh the recreational angler is pushing really hard not to take a lot of fish there's a lot of um release going on now a lot of the kayakers have probably led that i think um, that's good to hear that's good to hear because i know I mean, back in the day, and this was, it was years ago, is you'd see guys like, oh, I'm going for a feed, and they'd just like take a ton of snapper and big snapper, and it's like, yeah. do you need to take that many? Take one or two, and then go back and go fish again. That's always been my opinion of it, but yeah, uh, it, it seemed like it, it, they were hitting it pretty hard back then, so it's always good to hear that conservation is, uh, you know, because we want to be able to catch fish. <laughs> Well, that, that's it. You know, like my son's 25 now. He bought, um, well, he, he's had a kayak since he was about seven. He went off it during his teenage years and he's just bought another one. And that's what he's, you know, that's what he's enjoying with his friends at 25 years old. They're all going out on their kayaks and they only grab enough for a feed. You know, if they got a couple of fillets that'll, that'll feed him and his, and his partner and everything, then that's all they're doing. And I think, um, you know, it, I, I'd like to think that kayaking has led that to a degree. Um, because I think we tend to be more, uh, when we're traveling around, we have that time to look, you know, when you're in a, in a boat, you've got a motor, you don't look quite the same as when you're on a kayak, you're taking in a lot more of the things that are going on around you. And I think hopefully that's leading to us being more, more conservation minded, you know, if that's the way to put it. Yeah, that's great to hear. I will check in with a few more people here. Uh, salt, saltwater saddle tramp. <laughs> We'll come with these names. If I catch nothing, I love a good day on my kayak, and that's that's, and that's true. Some, yeah, that sums <laughs> it up, doesn't it? That really sums it up. Yeah, we've all I've always said that it's like you know, the fish are a bonus. You know, when you're mm. out on the kayak and you're having a good day paddling, and you got dolphins and everything else around you, it it's just awesome. Uh, well, it's but, like, it's like what you're seeing in the in the um when we're watching this episode. Um, the things I'm remembering is the good times, uh, the places we went to the night that we stayed in one of the coves, 
um, the the friendship that that you and I and and the rest of the crew developed. Um, the fishing, there's some great fishing shots and there's some good fish, but my memories are really of those times, of, of those places, those people, those emotions. And I think, you know, that's what I really enjoy about it as well. Oh, yeah. Paddling, paddling through Hole in the Rock and, yeah, uh, yeah, and like yeah. I said, just hanging out on the boat and sharing stories and just so much fun. Uh, Brian Simmons says uh, it's freezing in New Zealand. Is it freezing where you are in New Zealand? No, I'm up, I'm up in um, I'm up in the north uh, top of the North Island, and um, I've got the fire going next to me, so I'm not cold. <laughs> but <laughs> well, the fact it's, that it's you, the fact you have yeah. a fire going. <laughs> yeah, but I know down south it snowed last night. I know um, Central North Island, South Island, they all got snow um, over the over the night and yesterday day before. So we we don't get it up here. We don't get the snow, and if we do, um, yeah, the planet's flipped them in real in real trouble. Right, so, well, and that's what everybody needs to remember. It's summer here. It's winter there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have uh, Ed saying hi from the Bay Area in Livermore, California. Thanks for joining us, Ed. Mark Coat, best part of the week, the kayak fishing show. Thanks for always putting on a great show. Thank you, Mark. That's really, really nice of you to say. I, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate everybody who tunes and watches our shows, uh, whether it's on TV or these live ones. I do enjoy doing these live ones. It's a lot of fun. And it's always fun reminiscing about them. Mm -hmm. Um, whatever that Ken Edis, Ken Edis, I uh, where are you? Probably from Brazil or someplace cool. Uh, Doug saying hi, how you doing, man? John from Amelia Island, Florida, how you doing? Thanks for joining us, Susan. Thank you, and Jose Manuel, like hi from Galician Coast. Northern, northeastern Spain. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, Jose. So um, with no further ado, let's get this episode going. Otherwise, we'll just talk and talk and not see any of it. For anybody who is new to this, if you're just joining us, we are watching our episode from season two, episode two, our trip to uh, Bay of Islands in North Island, New Zealand. Uh, an absolutely amazing trip. Every Thursday, we air our older episodes, as we call them, the Ocean Kayak Years. Every Tuesday, we air the newer episodes or the Jackson Kayak Years. So uh, join us every Tuesday and Thursday at the same time. But with no further ado, let's uh, get this thing rolling. Come on. Long commercial break. <laughs> Welcome back to the Kayak Fishing Show. This episode was brought to you in part by Yakima and their Rack and Roll Trailer. For more information about the Rack and Roll Trailer, visit www.yakima.com. This week, Jim has joined Jay Sanders and Seamus aboard the luxury catamaran cool change in New Zealand's Bay of Islands. The winds have finally laid down for the first time since Jim arrived in New Zealand a week ago, and so the guys are up and at it with the first light, excited about the day ahead of them. Fish. <laughs> Plan is, is to get out on some nice big kingfish and uh, wreak a bit of havoc, actually. Get spooled, get broken off. Break some fish's necks. 
Sweet as, bro. Today, the guys are targeting yellowtail, known as kingfish in New Zealand, and few kayak anglers are more experienced at catching these big fellas than Jim. But rumor has it that the kingfish of the Bay of Islands grow bigger than the San Diego variety, and so Jim has set his sights on catching his biggest kingfish ever. What they're telling me is these kingfish, or yellowtail, love to run into the rocks. So uh, just getting a little more abrasion resistance by going with an 80-pound leader. Big yellowtail. I mean, the yellows at home love to run into the rocks and the kelp and stuff too, but these yellowtail are a lot bigger, or potentially are a lot bigger. So, Despite all their experience with yellowtail, Jim, Jay, and Seamus all know full well how important local knowledge is, and so they've teamed up with local guide, Captain Bucko. Hi guys, I'm Captain Bucko. I forgot about I'm Captain Bucko. Today to uh, help out the kayak fishing show. Today Monday, we're out of the hole in the rock and we're doing pretty good. This is my first instance of kayak fishing. Uh, through Seamus, I've been aware of kayaks, but not really appreciated what is involved in kayak fishing. Uh, today, yeah, I've been knocked right off my socks. This is amazing. Armed with local That's a quality fish right there. It's time to yeah. fish. And the fishing is good. A, uh, a speed jig, I don't know, as a no name discount bargain basement thin deal jig. Well, they call them knife jigs. Now, I just like to say to all those people who told me that I couldn't jig from a kayak. I'm going to pause that right there because yeah. where we where we catch the fish, generally speaking here in San Diego, you're out along the edges of the kelp and, yep. um, you know, trolling live baits or, or jigging. But at that spot, I mean, we were right next to hole in the rock Yeah, and I will never forget it. And this was actually, I, I've said this a bunch of times during seminars. I really learned how hard I could pull on a fish on that yeah. trip because yeah. if you didn't, if you didn't just lock your drag, you were getting rocked. And if we yeah. were fishing, you know, 80 pound mainline, 80 pound uh, twisted doubled leader, and they were still getting it. And so I just kept tightening and tightening and tightening till we started actually landing the fish. But I will never forget at that spot right there, Jay had his foot on the <laughs> rocks on the island yep. pulling yeah. on a fish that was straight down yeah i i um i've fished that spot again um in years gone um part since then and and uh i every time i'm there i think of that that particular view of jay with his foot hard against the rock with the rod tip between the kayak and the rock and the and the rod doubled over it was an amazing thing to see um and funny, funny as anything, because I oh, think at yeah. that time, two or three of we were, I think we were hooking up on a regular basis. There was a little ledge that they just um, sit on, uh, under, and and if you didn't get them soon enough, they went straight under the ledge and, and busted you off. Right. Uh, and Jay, of course, has got arms bigger than my legs, and and you know he 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 was a powerhouse. He 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 was able to do that. But I, I yeah. still, I mean, I can picture that in my head. Yeah. His foot on that rock. <laughs> Just, I mean, yeah. literally, not yeah. even not on a rock. His foot was on the island. 
Yeah, and, yeah. And it, it was, was just straight down. Pushing off, yeah. <laughs> holding holding himself from the from the kayak going up against the rocks. That's what he was and he was just bracing himself. Very, very um yeah, fond memory of that, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, let's keep it going. Well, there he is. I mean, look at him right up there. Yeah. And that's a quality fish. I know you get them a lot bigger there, but that was a quality fish. Oh, and the sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Emphasis on that was a quality fish. Yeah. Yeah. Six and a half. Well, this is the world famous yellowtail kingfish. You can't deny one of the best sports fish in the world. So here we go. Um, when you're live baiting here, quite often there's a bike here. And this is at its corner, John Dory, as you can see. He's uh, totally swallowed the little livey that we had out chasing the yellowtails. And. Uh, Fantastic eating fish. <laughs> I love it. I love it. As day one comes to an end, the Kiwis are way ahead of Jim in the fish department. But tomorrow is a new day, and Jim plans to show these boys what he's all about. And that is... And <laughs> you know, you got to, when a guy says to me, he's caught a, a marlin on a kayak. Now, when I hear that, I'm going to go, yeah, that's no easy feat. All I can think of is ACDC's highway to hell. <laughs> My girl carries a gun in a purse. She's one tough cookie drives around in her purse. Fall out of line, she'll put you in your face. Going, 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 going. Pushing the limits a little bit today, which is always a bit of fun, isn't it, eh? Nice big hole up in there. Evidently, the snapper like hiding out up in there. And uh, there's only one way to get them out because I'm not going in there with this, that's for sure. Light bait is keeping it down a little bit. Thanks, bud. Right underneath. So the idea bait is, is all this, all this um, front cliff base here is about 25 metres, drops off. Um, bombing around the other side there, which we'll go in and we'll just slowly okay. toss some live baits around there. Um, shelter up with cool change here and uh, means that the base is nice and sheltered. Easy launch for us into the water and uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get on to some good kingfish. Welcome to Kiwi Kingfish hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep getting rocked again. Fish is such tight drags. Keep the dark fish out of the rocks. Finally got my my better yellow tail. Still have the giant one we're looking for. It's my biggest one on the trip so far, so. Yeah, so I'm happy. 
And there he goes. Finally, after hours of mind-blowing fishing action, Jay and Jim have both lost more than 60 pounds of fish to hungry sharks. Oh, the sharks got it. I'll pause that for a second. <laughs> this, this segment here is like a three-minute video or less on YouTube. And it has been viewed a several million times. And of course the comments are generally comical or mean or, you know, saying we're idiots and that, uh, I hope the sheriff kills you. And people say the nicest things on YouTube, but <laughs> it's like, I hope that you, the shark kills you, you fat son of a bitch. And it's like <laughs> fat son of a bitch. I was lighter then than I am now. So I must really be fat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it was it was a sharky place but you know people are like oh you're so stupid you put your feet in the water i still put my feet in the water it's just if you're comfortable in the ocean and you know the situation these fish were not after us they were just after the fish yeah i think um correct me if i'm wrong jim but i think um there's yet to be a kayaker i know in this country definitely yet to be a kayaker actually tagged by a shark at all um well, uh, we, we have in, in California, uh, kayaks have been hit by yeah. white sharks, um, right. but nobody's ever died. A guy died uh, in Hawaii. A tiger shark got him. Right. Uh, and it was actually the same sort of thing. He had his foot in his water in the water. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you need to be aware of where you are and what sharks are around and all that. And, I, and like I said, I don't have a fear of sharks. And, no. uh, of course, in really sharky areas, I mean, probably if I was fishing this area again, I would have a shark shield with me because they do work. And it's not a matter of protecting me from the shark. It's more a matter of when you're landing that fish and not having something happen like happens right here. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think the other thing is, is as you're well aware, um, when there's lots of sharks in the area, there's lots of fish because that's what they eat. So, right. you know, <laughs> um, it's, it's a, it's a catch 22 really. Um, we, I think we're lucky here. We, we don't, we don't, we rarely get tigers down here. Um, I know they have been seen and caught. Um, we get whites, of course. Um, and like my friends say, when the seals are up on the rocks, the whites are in the water. Um, but it's not, you know, most of, we get a lot of blues and, and the odd mark on that. But I, I can't say that I've ever been in a situation and there's been sharks around us that have been bigger than the kayaks. And, um, I, ne I never really felt as though I was threatened in any way, you know. Um, I think if you, once again, if you're conscious of it, you don't do silly things, you don't burly up and amongst them. Um, and when you come back next, I'm going to take you somewhere else where they do that and they attract in big fish and um, and yet nobody's ever been tagged by a shark. So, uh, yeah, and I, these I, are these are uh, primarily bronze whalers, correct? Yeah, most of them that you that we see in this are, are bronzies, um, and they're around. There's lots of bronzies here. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's relative to your experience, eh, Jim? Someone like you, myself, other guys that have been around for a really long time that have been in amongst sharks tend not to be quite as, um, as uh, I suppose, scared isn't really the word either. Um, because I'm not, I'm, yeah, intimidated by them. And I think that um, it's just part of it. You know, divers are like look at divers and what they're doing i'd rather be on a kayak when it comes to sharks i'd rather be on a on a kayak than diving you know and where we were right there there's divers there all the time they know about them so um you know i don't it's relative to experience it's relative to what you feel um and uh 
you know you just got to look after yourself but this show, I, I love this little sequence coming up because it's um it's one of my favorite and uh it was fun i, I thought it was um, hilarious oh so did i <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was i thought it was really really funny and you got to remember 11 years ago the world is uh, viewed kayak fishing totally different when i started you know a lot longer before that and you would have been the same people did think we were used to call us shark, shark toothpicks you know yeah um and things like that and how crazy we were and i'd go for a year steve and i'd be out on the water for 12 months and never see another kayaker um right certainly not like that now so you know i think um everything's relative Right, right. Well, I, I will say it's like, you know, when I caught my first mar marlin, I mean, it was international news. I mean, yeah. now you catch a marlin, it's like, oh, oh really? Somebody caught a marlin? Oh, no big deal. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it, it's amazing. So anyway, let's get to this scene. While hauling in the remains of his final fish, the shark comes back for seconds. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It really was. I didn't know the shark was there. Because the shark, the, the fish had been hit by a shark and it was kind of moving. So you just feel it twitching. And so I turned my head and I'm talking about that just feeling like the fish was twitching. What I didn't realize was the shark had come up and grabbed onto it. So the idea of kayak fishing in sharky waters has never really been a concern for me. As a matter of fact, I'm actually a lot more scared of encountering a bear out in the woods than I am a shark out on the water now when i say kayak fishing in sharky waters doesn't bother me that doesn't mean that i don't have a healthy respect for sharks in fact i never lose sight of the fact that we're playing in their backyard and it's not the other way around the first thing to do is educate yourself about the sharks that inhabit the area in particular you need to know if there are any sharks around that are known to be aggressive of course white sharks are at the top of the list of, of the sharks that you don't want to mess with followed closely by tigers and bull sharks. Now, I'm pretty sure that none of these sharks enjoy the taste of plastic, but nobody really wants to test that theory. Of course, it's a good idea to always stay out of areas where these fish are known to feed. That aside, there are a few simple things to keep yourself as safe as possible when you're fishing in sharky waters. First off, if you like to keep fish, try to avoid gaffing them because the blood in the water will ring the dinner bell for the sharks. Now, I'm sure you don't need to be told, but it's a good idea. If there's sharks around, keep your feet on the kayak. As I learned in New Zealand, sometimes those sharks will come right up alongside your kayak to grab the fish you have up there. Something else to keep in mind is that a shark's mood will have a, a large impact on its danger factor. For example, the sharks we encountered in New Zealand aren't really known to be aggressive to humans, but we had them pretty stirred up with all the yellowtail we were catching and the free meals they were getting. In hindsight, it might have been a good idea to move on after we lost several fish to them. 
A final note to consider is how to rig your rod for fishing amongst sharks. As a general rule, I'm going to be using heavy Seaguar fluorocarbon leader rather than wire. Not only does it help me get bit better, but if I do hook into that big toothy critter like a mako shark, I know it's generally going to cut me off so I don't have to bring the shark up alongside my kayak. The bottom line is that 99.9% .9 of sharks really are no concern to a kayak angler if you use common sense and accept rather than ignore the fact that they're around. Of course, it's never bad to have karma on your side. So as a general rule, I don't eat shark. Until next time, I'm Jim Sammons, <laughs> and that's your kayak fishing tip of the week. For more tips, I don't eat them, they don't eat me. Fantastic kayak yeah, yeah. Package that includes yeah. an ocean I think that's a pretty good idea. Fishing kayak and ex officio clothing, visit kayakfishingshow.com. It's been another incredible day of fishing in the Bay of Islands, but Jim has one more goal to reach. Stay tuned as Jim Salmon shatters his personal best with a monster yellowtail. This is a bigger one. The Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, Ex Officio, Scotty, Maui Jim, Standard Horizon, Yakima, and the Heliconia Press. The only, I think the only sponsor of those I still have is Standard Horizon. Hmm. Welcome back to the Kayak Fishing Show with Jim Sammons. This week, Jim is exploring New Zealand's northern coast aboard the luxury catamaran Cool Change while on the hunt for a record kingfish. The Cool Change is a private 54-foot catamaran that sails charters around the stunning Bay of Islands area, which is in the far north region of New Zealand's North Island. Although designed for any type of passengers, the Cool Change provides a perfect launch pad for kayak anglers and comfortably handles four paddlers and their gear. Yeah, we launched it five and a half years ago, built it ourselves in, uh, in Opa in the Bay of Islands. And that took around um, about uh, seven years in total. Too long. Um, which was <laughs> too long. <laughs> I, I was pleased to see how easily the kayaks fitted on deck and there was no real problem to launch them. You know, just take them down the sterns and off you go. It's actually opened up a new possibility for us too, um, which is uh, taking uh, people overnight, um, a couple of kayaks for... Maybe the guys want to go fishing and their, their good ladies want to, or their, or their family want to just uh, have a comfortable base. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Built meticulously by hand, Don and Marilyn's passion for providing their guests with the ultimate Bay of Islands experience is made clear through the boat's luxurious detailing and the royal treatment they extend. Well, if you ever want a chance to be on just an incredibly comfortable, beautiful boat with fantastic hosts, I really encourage you to contact Don and Marilyn at Cool Change because you, you can't get any better than this. This is top-notch operation, and, and again, thank you guys so much for having us. You've enjoyed it immensely. And thank you very much for showing us some, a, new, a whole new concept and uh, the kayaks and the, the fish you guys have caught and, and, and how you did it was very entertaining. It was great. I'm just going to pause it there for a second. Do you still see them around? Yeah, they're still around. Yep. Um, I haven't seen them for a while, but I um, I was speaking to someone else recently that had um, caught up with them. Um, it's uh, just quickly back on that. If you noticed in that photo, on that shot of you with that shark coming up, your foot was a little bit higher than what it usually is in the water. So you probably <laughs> had, a, had a sixth sense something was going to happen. But if you looked in the background of the shot, 
I was quite a way off, you guys, and I don't think I ever told you this, but while I was back, I was a little bit closer at one stage, and you had a quite a large Marco probably um, jump probably a good 10, 15 feet off the, um, out of the water, probably about 100 feet behind the boat behind your kayak and I went at that point I went yeah I'm just going to back off a little bit <laughs> it wasn't a real big one probably around 90 kilos but that was a, that was enough for me I thought oh yeah I'll just I'll just sit back a little bit and just see what happens so um uh yeah, you know we saw some big makos on the last time I was there yeah 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 at, um time of year too eh, Jim? you know um yeah. certain times of the year and and obviously where the kingfish run they seem to be in those areas because um kind of similar feeding habits I think to a degree and um, and they also know that the dinner bell goes when a boat turns up and starts catching kingfish. So, they, you know, they're not stupid. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but uh, cool change. They are still running charters and all that out of Bay of Island, you think? As far as far as I know, um, as far as I know, they are sort of, like I said, I saw a clip with them in just um, just recently. So I'm That's guessing awesome. they're still around. That's awesome. Because that, that is still, you know, <laughs> up near the top of uh, accommodations I've ever had on this uh journey that we've had of shooting these shows i mean it was just so cool of oh, course of course crazy. before we got there it was windy as hell and then we mm -hmm. got to the bay of islands part where we're going to be on this big sailboat and i think we were able to sail it actually sail it like for one mm -hmm. afternoon other than that i think we yeah. always had to be under power because there was no wind which i was yeah. happy happy to have no wind but yeah. it was just kind of funny yeah, no, I think that was um, uh, when we went out to, which is coming up where we went out to the Poor Knights, wasn't it? We were uh, uh, North Reef at the Poor Knights, so um, I think that's when we got that sail time. God, and that was good. I remember that was really good fishing out there, too, as long as you stayed on the spot. if You had yeah. to have electronics uh, to stay yep. on, the, yep. on the high spot, but if you stayed on the high yep. spot, vertical jigging was amazing. So yeah. let's keep her going. After a calm sail north. Shema sees birds on the horizon and the team prepares to hit the water. Gone through a nice big school of uh, um, fish and birds sitting on the water and dolphins around. So it's got a very fishy look about it at the moment. So hopefully, hopefully um, it's going to be a good day. Nothing up in the air yet working. So it's just the pre-event the pre -event kind of thing. You know, it's that anticipation. <laughs> Moment. We're in nearly 300 feet of water. So, <laughs> that's the spot there, Jim. That's yeah. the spot there. Um, yeah, North Reef off the top of the um, Four Nights Islands. Yeah. I said, one thing I've certainly learned on this trip is you can fight a lot tighter drag, really heavy drag keep them out of the rocks one of the main things is you know in the kayak is keep that rod tip low and you want to fight the fish with this part of the rod oh, don't let that rod tip go straight like that one started to you know keep it bending the rods you always got pressure all right well we just had a great triple hookup all of us landing our fish about the same time we want to get a good catch and release here so let's put these guys back in the water thanks to don and marilyn logan for getting us out on the cool change out to have the best one definitely one of the best days of fishing i've ever had but yeah i think there's a good chance i'm still seeing these fish on the sand here slowly at first get their attention a little bit fast, and that was a chance. 
<laughs> nice when you can call your shot. Yep. Yeah. Tell us around for a little bit, a lot of water. Anyway, the idea is we'll drop, drop the chick down deep and then wind it a few times so the fish get. See it? And then crank it back. Welcome to the kayak fishing show with our new host, kayak fishing with Jay Sanders. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bird with the built-in GPS. Here we mark the reef and we don't stay on top of it. And then we're just seeing these schools come through. I got the boga in it. Okay. Well, that's my biggest yellowtail. Uh, this trip, let alone... That's a fat fish, Jim. Yeah. But I got 32 pounds with half its body still laying on the deck. Very cool. Very, very cool. By extension. <laughs> Safety is a huge issue to me, and communication is a big part of that. That's why whenever I'm out on the water, I use the Standard Horizon HX851 floating handheld VHF radio. As the only 6-watt marine radio at this price point, with an internal GPS, glow-in-the-dark gasket, waypoint navigation, and compass display, you can't go wrong. You can see all the great Standard Horizon products at standardhorizon.com. With muscles aching, the weary kayakers paddle home to re-energize and to enjoy the fruits of their labor. After almost two weeks of epic fishing in New Zealand, it's time for Jim to say farewell. But he leaves knowing that he'll be back again, both to explore more of New Zealand's blue waters and to spend some time with his newfound Kiwi friends. Next week on the Kayak Fishing Show, Jim and his buddy Ken Whiting venture to the private islands of Georgia, where they'll meet up. Uh, we're done with that. <laughs> so, I mean, that was, I, I don't know about you, man. I mean, just reliving the memories of that that trip was yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I got. I got to say, I love you, mate. I love what you do, how you go about things. I love the way that you, um, that you uh, travel and and the way that you deal with people and and your passion and everything. And it's been, um, yeah, it's been great, great times. The couple of times that you've been over here and and caught up with me, and I'm, I've got, I've got other plans for you when you get here next. Oh time. yeah, yeah. To catch. I'm I'm ready to keep going. I mean, I you know as long as this is as soon as. Uh, all our travel restrictions open up and I'm ready to get back to, to what we love and hopefully can get back to New Zealand. I mean, if people doubt that I love New Zealand, I mean, that I've been there three times, four times yeah. now. So, I mean, you only go back to the places you love. I go back to yeah. Panama. I go back to yeah. Costa Rica. I go back to New Zealand. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. I mean, there's those certain places just, just hit you. And it is about the people that you get to fish with at those places and you know you know you make lifelong friends doing this and i I, yeah. I really appreciate all your help on on the trips that we've been able to hook up with you on so anyway uh seamus sean <laughs> uh, i really hey, appreciate you, you getting up this morning and uh, spending some time with us and reliving this episode um we will definitely be in contact and uh hopefully we get to fish again uh, real soon 
Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure, Jim. And if anybody's, when, when we open the borders again, if anybody comes down, just look me up on Facebook, give us a yell. I've got plenty of contacts that I can put you onto around the country if you want to go. And there's usually spare kayaks floating around the place. So um, you don't need to bring one with you and um, we'll, we'll look after you. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. We'll be checking in with you later. Thanks. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I had a great time. Uh, I know a few people checked in there. Uh, Bill Sammons from uh, Ponca City, Oklahoma. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Liam's going for uh, Blue Sharks. Good luck with that. Blue Shark, you know, my experience with Blue Sharks is they don't pull that hard. Um, but I've never caught a really, really big one. But they, they just were more of a slow pull as opposed to the faster fish like Threshers and Makos that jump and are really fast. So, but good luck with that. And just be careful. Always have a cutaway tool. If you're fishing for sharks, always have a cutaway tool just in case you get that line wrapped on anything like that. So anyway, thank you guys all for joining us. Uh, I will throw this out there one more time. If you are uh, looking for a personal locator beacon, we still have that code going with ACR Artex. Uh, it's scrolling across the bottom there. So if you want to get a 10% discount and free shipping, uh, we have set that up with them. Uh, it's a great safety device that I think everybody should have. Of course, uh, you know, all our wonderful sponsors across the bottom there. I can't thank them enough for, for being there with, for us for the last 12 years or for every portion of that they were with us. <laughs> anyway, uh, we will be back next Tuesday. Again, Tuesdays are the Jackson Kayak Years. Thursday is the Ocean Kayak Years. So hopefully you can join us at this same time next week. Until then, if you are going out on the water, please remember, always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. And...